0: Welcome into the Talking Tide podcast on the Pigskin Podcast Network. I'm Chase Goodbread, sports columnist with the Tuscaloosa News, joined by Travis Ryer, the longtime senior analyst at BamaOnline.com. You can get Talking Tide wherever you prefer to get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts as well. You can get it on YouTube Live, get it on Facebook Live, and of course our Twitter feed is Underscore Tide. Get links to all of our podcasts right there. We are... Uh, a little bit late with this one. Typically, we convene on Sunday evenings. My uh, travels back from Nashville in the SEC tournament yesterday. Uh, well, actually, I traveled back today. Here on Monday, uh, stayed over Sunday because of uh, selection show coverage, kind of demanding that uh, you stick around uh, in Nashville after that championship game. Hence, we are uh, a day late, later than normal here on Talking Tide. But we're going to recap Alabama's SEC tournament title. Look ahead just a little bit to the NCAA tournament, uh, but uh, Travis, uh, the the scene in Nashville was something. Uh, Alabama comes in there and and uh, pretty much wallops the competition. I mean, things were a little tight in that in that semifinal with Missouri uh, for a while, certainly. Uh, but that ended up being an eleven point game and the smallest margin of victory of three games for Alabama. Yeah. Uh, quite a run. Yeah, it was, and we talked about it. When this team reaches double figure
1: threes, it seems like the margins of victory get a little bit bigger, or a good bit bigger. And that was the case And two of the wins, including the championship game win over Texas A&M. Alabama plus seven and threes in that game, hellacious defensive effort. And to me, that was the real storyline of the weekend for Alabama. Chase didn't give up more than sixty three in any of those three games. Um, Look, I know Texas A and m isn't nineteen ninety Loyola Marymount. If that's a little bit of a dated reference, Google it. you'll 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 see what I'm talking about. But you still got some really good guards for a and m uh, and Wade Taylor and Tyrese Radford, and for a lot of that game, especially Taylor, who went for what? twenty eight against Alabama in College Station a couple of Saturdays ago. Uh, they put the clamps on him and and did a good job of limiting the damage that that duo was able to inflict. And then Brandon Miller, just, um, you know, when you expect the best player perhaps in all of college basketball to get it done, uh, he did. He wasn't especially efficient on Sunday, 5 of 20 from the field. That's about as inefficient as you'll see Brandon Miller, but he still made 9 of 10 from the free throw line. And he helps Alabama in other ways, rebounding the basketball, three steals against the Aggies. So, I'd say a feel good trip to the Music City for Alabama as it gets ready for this NCAA tournament.
0: No doubt, a defense was certainly a theme for Nato to squad throughout the run in Nashville. You mentioned clamping down on. Uh, you mentioned clamping down on Wade Taylor. How about clamping down on Kobe Brown? Uh, yep. the, the outstanding Missouri player in the semifinal. Now he did not, he was not in the lineup against Alabama when the Crimson Tide faced Missouri earlier in the year. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, he he's, he's a heck of a talent himself and they shut him down to the tune of six points and three of nine shooting. Uh, yeah. So they, whoever your ACE is Alabama looks like they're uh, capable of taking him down.
1: Yeah, you know, it seems like with some teams, it's, well, we'll let their guy get his, but don't let everybody else get theirs, you know? Like, Wade Taylor maybe will get 28. I think Alabama, though, had a little bit of a chip on its shoulder, because I think that A&M may have felt going into that game on Sunday that, you know what, we may have these guys' numbers, the way we play, Um, we've got some guys in the backcourt that can get it done. Um, I think Alabama played Sunday like they had something to prove. They weren't just satisfied with that regular season title, especially after losing to Texas A&M, the second place team. So that was a motivated team. That may have been, you know, it's an intangible, but when you talk about teams that either have it or they don't have it, I think Alabama showed you that, um, you know, they're, 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 they're up for about anything you want to throw at them at this point. And, Uh, yeah, just a stellar job really on the star players for each of the three teams. I guess Tulu Smith had a pretty good game statistically for Mississippi State, but that was, that was certainly about it.
0: Yeah. Betty playing good defense around the rim too. Travis, he had 11 block shots in the tournament, uh, had five, I believe in the quarterfinal, and five more in the final. Uh, so, uh, I guess one in that, uh, Saturday game, but uh, he he's tough to deal with defensively for sure, and 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 his game has come along offensively a long way too, I think. And uh, he's not great from the free throw line, I get it, but he his touch around the basket, even with stick, even if it's a stick back, he just looks smoother, Travis, to me, uh, far more so than he did a year ago offensively. Pretty good hands, too, for a footer, right?
1: I mean, you see a lot of guys that size when you're working them in the screen and roll game. It can be hit and miss when you make that delivery to them going to the rim or just throwing them the basketball in general. So, yeah, I I totally agree. I like how he's using the backboard around the basket. He's obviously put a lot of time in because his awareness off the catch. It's like he knows exactly where he's at in relation to the basket and is able to finish more uh, in those situations. But no doubt, defensively, if he's going to be this kind of presence without fouling, that was key too, right? Right. He didn't really have a game in those three where it was two quick ones in the first half and now he's out and he's going to play 11 or 12 minutes for the game. If he can stay on the floor, and defend the basket like that. Hey, if he scores double figures like he did in Nashville, that's great. But he doesn't have to for this Alabama team to go a long, long way.
0: No, no, he he certainly doesn't. I mean, and with the with the pick and rolls, the dunks, the stick bags, you would expect him to have the best field goal percentage on the team, but it doesn't get any better than five for five. That's what he <laughs> that's what he did against Missouri. Uh he was five out of six against Mississippi State and six out of nine against AM. So uh, he's gonna when he gets his hands on it around the rim, it's it looks it's looking like as close to an automatic two as you can get, unless you foul him. Obviously, you foul him, and and uh, he, he's tends to be more of a one for two guy more often than not.
1: Yeah, he does. And if you it makes you play that screen and roll game in a different way. If you try to play drop coverage, well, then these guards are capable of just continuing to the rim. Uh, if you have to. Uh, account for for Charles or uh, Noah or these other guys in that action so it's a good thing Uh, it makes them even harder to defend when he can do that on the offensive end Uh, he's not a guy that's going to shoot free throws at a high clip I think we know that as well but uh, just his presence man playing 28 29 30 minutes that makes him a different team
0: Javon Quinterly, a big championship game and the victory over Texas A&M as well. Travis, twenty-two total points for him, by far his best tournament game. Out of eight out of fourteen from the floor, hit four threes. Um, you know he he's a difference maker for this team for sure when he's shooting well and when he's shooting well on top of securing the ball uh, and, and not coughing up turnovers with a a bad pass here and there uh his 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 plus minus always seems to be strong when he puts those two things together they do um and he's done a better job of that of late and he thrived
1: in that starting role uh in, in Nashville I don't think there's any doubt about that the numbers speak for themselves and uh, absolutely the thing you like about Javon and sometimes it it, it, it doesn't work in his or Alabama's favor is that you get into a situation where you're not scoring the basketball, there's one guy that will continue to attack and one guy who will continue to look to score to go along with Brandon Miller. And so, you know, Jaden Bradley does a lot of really good things at the point guard position, but especially to start games. It just felt like Alabama was so sluggish on the offensive end, um, and Jaden isn't that type of point guard or lead guard at least yet. That is going to look to score. He's going to look to facilitate scoring, but not score on his own as much. Well, Javon will go out and, you know, he's not what I would say a shoot first point guard. But if you're going to leave him open or give him opportunities to score, he's not going to waste
0: time in in
1: taking advantage of those.
0: Or trying, generally. Right, right. Such different styles. Uh, between Bradley and Quinterly in terms of what they do when they penetrate, right? Because with with Bradley, obviously, he's a physical guy. He's going to get more whistles. He can finish better in traffic and can, uh, contested uh, drives to the hoop. Quinterly needs a free lane, but he's good for a blow-by whenever you need it. Um, he's got the extra gear, yeah. So so in, in light of that, Travis, if you're Nato's, is it as simple as watch it, scouting the other team, and if they're good with help, you want Bradley driving the floor because it's gonna you're gonna get more contested penetration. But if the, but if it's a, a defensively, if, if the team you're playing is late with help a lot, you, you you put the ball in Quinterly's hand for the for the blow by, right? Or is it is it more complicated than that?
1: Well, I like Bradley, and I think Javon can do this too. If there's help concepts in play, which A and uh, and we saw some other teams that have done that against Alabama that are willing to leave shooters, right, to have that extra defender come down or maybe a post that rotates off of a, a, a player in the block to step in and take a charge. That was something that A&M uh, was very willing to do. I, I like Jaden Bradley because he is excellent at identifying coverages like that. And then not only also locating or knowing where his guys are on the perimeter, but man, he tees shooters up so nicely with the way he delivers the basketball. And that goes back to kind of that retro approach that I think you get more with Jaden than you do Javon. So, yeah, I think there's a couple of different ways you can look at that,
0: but I, I see where you're going with that for sure. Quinterly's ability to lay one in high off the glass too, I, I think helps him when it, when it when he gets in there and it looks like there's going to be more contact than he's expecting. When he's able to get off that uh, that lay in that's high off the glass before the, yeah. before the before the defender is able to able to get physical with him, that that can help him a whole lot too. So it's doing it with uh, either and hand. I, and I think he got. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I think there was uh, was it one or two. Um, um, cylinder violations on AM with Quinterly. A couple of goaltends, um, yeah. Yeah. The ball off the glass. But, yeah, there was. But, uh, all right. At any rate, uh, Alabama, uh, picks up victory number 29 on the season, Travis. That is a school record. Um, I think, uh, I, I guess, Yeah, you know, they're looking, we'll talk about this NCAA tournament a little bit on the back end here, but, a historically good Alabama team already from a wins standpoint. Uh, to be called the best team, for me anyway, it's about how far you get in the dance. And, and, and they haven't even taken step one on that road yet. Uh, but in, in terms of overall talent, this team is looking like uh, the number one overall seed that, that they've been selected as. Brandon Miller's the best player of my lifetime
1: at Alabama. I'll, that's my opinion. The best right. I've seen. Alabama, right. And he's a freshman. So I, I'm already there with Brandon Miller. But you are absolutely correct. You are defined by the NCAA tournament. At the end of the day, right or wrong, fair or not, all the wins, Uh it does come down to how you perform uh, in the NCAA tournament. And by Alabama standards, I think if Alabama just gets to the sixteen you can go ahead and say this is the best team. I I know that Alabama's had a team get to the eight, what, 15, 20 years ago now almost. Uh, But that was a team defined entirely by about three games in the NCAA tournament that season. This team has won an SEC regular season title. It has won an SEC tournament title. It has won, as you said, a program record 29 games. Uh, It has the best player in program history. Uh, To me, it's right there. Deepest
0: team. Deepest Deepest team they've ever had. I've seen.
1: And and so, yeah, there's still some work to be done, I think, for a lot of folks before they're willing to go all the way there with that sort of statement uh, as it relates to these next couple of weekends.
0: All right, the Talking Tide podcast on the Pigskin Podcast Network. The Twitter feed, Talking underscore Tide. Travis and I are going to thank a couple of sponsors here really quickly. We're going to start by telling you all about DraftKings. Ready for the underdogs, the upsets, the unbelievable action from the DraftKings Sportsbook. The biggest tournament in college basketball is here right now. New customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet during the round one or round two of the NCAA tournament. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with the promo code TPPN. New customers, once again, can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Once again, uh, it's promo code TPPN. That'll help us out here at Talking Tide only at the DraftKings Sportsbook.
1: Going to tell you about Peterbrook Chocolates here out there at 1530 McFarland Boulevard north it's spring break week in tuscaloosa so you're gonna have spring break hours this week at peterbrook tuscaloosa 11 a.m until 4 p.m monday through friday this week so if you're counting on getting those roll tie treats in advance of the ncaa tournament do it 11 to 4 monday through friday this week return to normal hours next monday Easter is right here upon us, so you need to get in there and check out all the great Easter goodies. Peterbrook Chocolatier, 1530 McFarland
0: Boulevard North in the Indian Hills section of Tuscaloosa. I was I was in Peterbrook on my the last day I was in Tuscaloosa before traveling to Nashville for the SEC tournament. I got my new favorite in there. They've got these chocolate covered sea salt caramels oh, yes. that, that that sit on the corner of the front counter, right between the gelato and the cash register. <laughs> and I, I'm making a beeline for those chocolate covered sea salt caramels. Uh, every time I go in there now, I think. Yeah.
1: You know, you can
0: get just one, but uh,
1: in the words of uh, Papio Daniel, we ain't <laughs> one at a time in it. We mass consume it.
0: Yeah, you got a basket. Yep, and I'll tell
1: you another one too, right there with that is the uh, peanut butter melt away. If you like the peanut yes. butter chocolate combination,
0: yep. when they say melt away, that's exactly what they do the peanut butter melt ways. Can't beat it. Peterbrook Chocolatier of Tuscaloosa. All right, the Talking Tide podcast on the Pigskin Podcast Network. Moving on, Travis. Uh, NCAA tournament on tap, the Crimson Tide taking on a a play-in winner on Thursday over in Birmingham. It'll be a 1.45 p.m. tip against the winner of Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, and Southeast Missouri State. Uh, Obviously, we know the history of of 16s and 1s, Travis, uh, beyond Thursday. If Alabama takes care of business, as you would expect them to, uh, it would be the winner of Maryland and West Virginia. Um, and uh, elsewhere in the region, you know you you've you've got uh, Arizona creeping around in there as a two seed. Your thoughts, I guess, on the whole region for Alabama beyond just uh, this this Thursday game?
1: Yeah, I guess hey on Hey coach earlier this evening, I guess Nate said that he thought that the region was pretty tough when you consider Alabama's the number one overall seed. I think it's navigable for sure. I mean, I'm like everyone else. I would love to see an Alabama-Arizona Elite Eight matchup. Alabama twice before has sent Arizona packing from NCAA tournament. So some history there between Arizona and Bama. Uh, but work to be done for sure. And, and I think Nate is also thinking about that potential second-round matchup on Saturday with Huggy Bear and his Mountaineers of West Virginia or Maryland, and you're talking about two teams from two of the very best leagues in college basketball. So, you know, either way, if it's Maryland or it's uh, West Virginia, it's not going to be a skate. I mean, that could be a game similar to a Missouri or even tighter uh, in that situation. Uh, And look, Birmingham hasn't been especially kind, to Alabama, here of late, has it? So no, um, no, need to need to get on the positive side of that thing and uh, do some good things at Legacy Arena. But as far as that region, yeah, you got Virginia, which if you get to the 16 and the seating holds, could be a ultimate styles make fights game because Virginia plays at a pace that is nothing like what Alabama wants to do. Um, and then on the lower side, I, I think Missouri could be a problem, uh, perhaps, for Arizona in the second round down there. We'll see. I, I think Arizona's size could be a real issue for Missouri. But, man, you get get into some of these 7-10 games like Missouri's in, um, you know, I think Arizona will be OK. But, uh, you know, there, there's always going to be an upset
0: or two in just about every bracket. I swore off filling out brackets a couple of decades ago, um, but uh,
1: <laughs> I'm not uh, big I, on I, it either,
0: man. I, it, no, no, uh, t- just torn too many of them up. Uh, but it is all, all always a lot of fun to watch these matchups. Always a little drama with those second round games, right? You always, yeah. It, it, there's always the conspiracy theory. Did they set up this second round game? Did they set up that one for the, you know, for the extra storyline here or there? So much fun. Uh, to see how that shakes down. But, yeah, potentially, uh, well, uh, Maryland or West Virginia in that second round for Alabama. If Alabama is able to get through Birmingham, Travis, it's on to Louisville. Uh, Mm -hmm. From there would be the next uh, next post site. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
1: and, and, you know, I, I thought Alabama would probably be looking at a potential rematch somewhere along the road. In it's bracket. And I guess Missouri would qualify for that at some point well down the road. Uh, but yeah. I kind of felt like there might be a Yukon in there for Alabama, maybe a Gonzaga, you know. So for me, I think that's Alabama's advantage, not, not just because those teams beat Alabama, but they haven't seen, you know, everybody in their bracket that they're going to go against hasn't mm. seen Alabama. You know, I hadn't seen this team this year, so nobody has the book on you, so to
0: speak. Local talk in Nashville coming out of the tournament, Travis, obviously focused on the Vanderbilt Commodores who uh, did not get into the big dance. What do you, what say you, Uh, if they knock off A&M in the semifinal, are they dancing today? Or uh, would that still not have gotten it done?
1: You know, Joe already said before that game that if Vanderbilt, were to knock off AM, he was going to have them in. And um, they did not, and he did not. So, <laughs> I'd say Joe was on it. And uh, Joe's pretty good with those numbers, you know. Those coaches don't like Joe. Those coaches on the outside don't like Joe real good, you know. But Joe, no. more often than not, <laughs> he's got that, he's got those numbers like a shield, you know, he holds up in front of those coaches, you know, and they try to hammer yeah. him. But, no, I look, Vanderbilt down the stretch, did a lot of good things. Um, uh, but they're gonna have to to settle for a a win over Kentucky and and uh that's gonna have to be enough and, and move on to
0: the NIT. In the what if what well might as well stay in the what if what if realm for a minute. Uh if the heels had found a way to topple the Crimson Tide in one of four overtimes or regulation. Are they dancing? That's the thing about all this.
1: We we forget about the games in November and not just in terms of what they do for a resume, just for one game, but how they change the trajectory, maybe for a team in general, you know, what it does for a team, you know, those wins in November can be very important as well for a couple of different reasons. But, you know, Carolina pulled the judge males basically on the NIT, you know, turning up their nose at the NIT and, and not playing in it. So I, I, I'm not a big Carolina guy, I guess, at the end of the day. So it, it yeah. doesn't pain me. It doesn't <laughs> pain me to see the the Tar Heels um staying at home. Although I would have enjoyed um Roy Williams sitting two rows behind the bench for a home NIT game. I would have enjoyed that. Yeah.
0: Cause Roy Put likes that eight by, by 10 bench, on you know? Travis's he, wall, likes to, you know? he likes to sit behind <laughs> yeah. that bench, Roy. You know? <laughs> Love yeah. it. All right. That is going to do it for this edition of the talking tide podcast. Travis and I will reconvene uh, after this uh, Birmingham session coming up with the Crimson tide entering the NCAA tournament until then. Uh, we'll talk to you next time for Travis Ryer of BamaOnline.com. I'm Chase Goodbread, sports columnist with the Tuscaloosa News, and we'll come at you next time on Talking Tide.